Hello, my name is Eniola, and I am the creator of Anything I Want. Welcome to my podcast, Soul Family. Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Soul Family. Today is a pretty chill day on my part. I am in my room right now. I just, this morning I woke up and I did my morning routine. I haven't meditated yet. Definitely going to meditate at some point today. Um, I have lots of time because today is a really chill day prescribed to me by spirit. And as usual, disclaimer, you will be hearing background noise. I am in New York City. I am recording in my bedroom. It is what it is. So today's topic, I want to talk about emotions, specifically sadness, and mainly how it seems like the whole idea of enlightenment and of being your higher self, a lot of people are under the false pretense that that means that your life is constantly just roses and unicorns and flowers all the time and that you don't get sad. I've had friends say that to me. They're like, you mustn't, you seem like you probably don't get sad because you just seem like you're always put together, always on your shit. Oh, right. Other disclaimer. I do curse anyway, but all that being said, the whole thing with being enlightened and being your true self is not that you will not feel sadness. It is quite the opposite. You will feel emotions. You will feel negative emotions. You will feel positive emotions. But the thing is, when you reach the level of acceptance where you realize that you are God and everything and everyone else is too, you get to a level of acceptance of all that there is, was, and will ever be. You acknowledge that all the pain in the world, done by you, all the beauty in the world, done by you. You are everything that ever was and will be, both the good and the bad. God is God and the devil. And I know a lot of people don't want to hear that. They're like, what? No, God is all the good things, all the bad things are works of the devil. Haha, <laughs> plot twist, God is the devil. Why? Because we each create our own version of our God selves in an image that we desire. And sometimes we choose to incarnate a devilish version of ourselves. That's really all there is to it. And so, on that thought, you will feel negative emotions. You will feel sadness. You will feel disappointment. You will feel annoyance, irritation, blah, blah, blah. Why? Because they are all a part of the human experience. If you wanted to be neutral all the time, you would not have come to the physical reality. Also, I'm drinking tea as I speak, so I might pause every now and then. I hope the audio is not too loud. I will do my best to rectify that. So, yes, you will feel negative emotions. The key to living a life of peace is not to try to avoid the existence of, quote, bad things, end quote, or 
bad emotions, blah, blah. That's not the key. The key to life is actually to embrace both the good and the bad. Recognize that you are all of it. You are you when you're sober and you are you when you're not. You are you when, I mean, I know there's a whole thing like spirits and things like that, but even then the spirits that enter you are still you, you know, like I'm not going to take back what I said. I stand by what I say. I've had conversations with friends with friends sometimes where they say something and then they're like, now what? I'm like, I, when I said what I said, I, it wasn't, you can believe what you want. You can try to twist my words how you want, but I said what I said and what I said has been said and it is what it is. And if you don't want to agree, you don't have to. Why? Because you create your reality and I create my reality. And if these are the rules that I want to play by, then these are the rules that I will play by. If these are rules that you want to play by, then those are the rules that you will play by. In most people's world and spirituality, I I find that there's quite a bit of separation. You know, it's like there's always the other. There's the good you and then there's the other, the negative spirits that come to invade your space. Well, the way I see it, oh, that was weird. My my, uh, elbow cracked. Anyway, the way I see it is you are both the good you and the bad you. Take ownership of that. Stop trying to blame it on other things. Like you are all the entities that has ever existed and you are all the entities that will ever exist both in the physical and non-physical world and so if there's a part of you that wishes to live a life that is you know saturated in pain and trauma I'm not saying that you know you deserve pain and trauma you know because I know people are going to want to twist my words people always love twisting people's words it's like a thing but like I said that's a part of the game too I'm not bothered. I know what I mean in my heart. So I've come to the realization that as I continue to grow on anything I want, I'm just going to have to sometimes just not say anything when people try to like, you know, say, oh, but what about this though? What about that though? I'm just going to be like, uh, what about it? (laughs) Believe what you want. I'm not here to change your mind. I'm just here to speak mine. That's the honest truth. You know, at the beginning of all of this, I used to try to change people's minds and I was like, why am I suffering? Because that's what it does. When you try to change people's minds, you end up suffering. Because <laughs> it's like, yo, was it ever actually this serious? And then when I realized that it really never was, I was just like, wait, why am I stressing myself out? This person has the right to view the world the way they want to view it. And I have the right to view the world the way that I want to view it. And to each their own. And if anyone resonates with how I view the world, or if anyone looks at how I view the world, and they're like, ooh, the way your life is flowing is something that I want to do in my life. I'm going to look at how you view the world and start to embody that, then great. And if someone else is like, no, you seem weird. I'm not into it. Then great. I'm really not upset. But going back to emotions, it's a tangent. Going back to emotions, yeah. Like today, for example, I went to go meet someone, pick up something. And as I was walking, I was just like, in a mood you know at first I was like dancing everything was great listening to my grinds and then at some point I was like "Mm, I'm feeling kind of moody I kind of just want to be for lack of a better word emo and so I was and I listened to my favorite sad songs and you know humming down the street you make me wanna cry in a good way that's by Faye Webster I love her Angel Olsen, all of those songs, you know, Sharon Von Eaton, Wise Blood, those are my favorite, you know, ballady sounding, you know, low 
volume and their voice singers. And so I allow myself to fall into that emotion instead of fighting it. You know, when I was going through the most intense part of the dark night of the soul, as some people have named it, I find that um, I used to run away from my pain a lot. I used to try to convince myself that I was bad for feeling negative emotions and that I was broken. There was something wrong with me. However, something that I've come to realize is that mm, I was perfect even then. I look back at the story that I was writing for myself even then and I'm just like, yo, dead ass, I would not do it any other way. I would go through it again. And I know not everyone wants to say that. And I'm not saying that you have to say that. I'm just telling you my story. And my story is, I'm so glad that I made it through, that I didn't choose to log out at the game too soon because where I am now is a product, a result. It's the love child of those emotions that I had to go through. And when I accepted my emotions, things shifted. And I, I remember when I first started to have my first few periods of, you know, just bliss and joy all the time. And I was just like, oh my God, I get it, I get it, I get it. Life is so beautiful, everything's so beautiful. I can see God in everything, like literally everything. Like I would just be sobbing. There were I had a period where I was just like crying every day. I think I recorded an episode about that. Like I was just crying just because I was like, I see it. I understand. This makes sense. I've been asking to have my eyes be open and now they're open and I see. And then just as quickly as that was there, I just as suddenly slipped back into like a weird state where I was like, wait, 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 what's going on? I was just super blissful like for the last couple of weeks and now I feel like I'm still chilling, but my emotions have shifted. It's no longer like joy. Like it's still, I always felt joy because like I, I, when you reach that level of realization, there's joy in everything. And I was like, but now I'm feeling joy, but I'm also sad. What's going on? Why am I sad again? Why do I feel this lingering emotion that almost feels like depression, but isn't quite actually like, depression is like, I felt that at a different time. Every time I feel depression, I know that it's because there's something I haven't done or there's something I'm not expressing. And then usually when I find that thing, it lifts. But sometimes I just feel sad emotions. And I'm just like, hmm, well, what is this here to say to me? And instead of starting, instead of like saying things to myself like, oh, you're bad for this, you're bad for that. Oh, here you are again in this broken abyss. You're just broken. Instead of doing that, now I'm just like, all right, chill. So the emotion of sadness has decided to come and visit me once again. Come on inside, sadness. Let me brew you a cup of tea. And uh, I'm going to put on some of our favorite music, you know. And uh, let's just uh, have a little chat. What's going on? How's it hanging? And for example, today when I was sad, I was thinking to myself and I'm so I was thinking, I was like, hmm, these emotions are here again. Well, I'm just going to make the most out of it. I'm going to like listen to my favorite songs and just chill. But I also want to hear what they're here to tell me. And as I was thinking, my sadness was coming from me thinking about the fact that... Oh, there's a car going by. Me thinking about the fact that all, all I want is a bouquet of flowers. 
I just want a bouquet of flowers. That was literally it. I was just like, it just sucks that I'm such a hopeless romantic. And for some reason, most of the guys that I've dated just don't bring that, like they don't serve me that. They don't have that part of themselves. It's like their love language is not buying flowers and getting chocolates and things like that. But I, you know, I had great boyfriends in the past. Like I've had great partners, you know, they fed me like, you know, I love when people cook for me. I love when my romantic partners cook for me. It brings me joy. But then I was like, I'm not trying to be ungrateful. I'm grateful for everything that my partners have done for me. However, I want a fucking bouquet of flowers. And I realized that I was being emo because I wanted a bouquet of flowers. And I was just like, yo, okay, cool. So what are we going to do about this? And I thought about it. And I was like, okay, going back to the whole idea of like, you need to treat yourself the way that you want your ideal partners to treat you. I was just like, you know what? Bitch, why have you never gotten yourself flowers? <laughs> and then I was just like, you know what? I'm going to buy myself flowers. And so I did. I went to the flower shop. And I bought a beautiful bouquet that spoke to me. It touched my soul. And then I realized I am the self that I desire flowers from. The self that exists in my partners is the same self that exists in me. They are me and I am them. So I've been asking for flowers from myself, not realizing that I could have just gotten them for myself. And it doesn't have to come through a different meat body. You know, it's a vehicle it's just a meat vehicle. Our bodies are. And I'm just like, okay, just because that vehicle doesn't really see the, the value in flowers doesn't mean that just because I'm in this one that I can't still give it to myself. This version of my God self really loves flowers. So I'm going to get her some flowers. And then later today, you know what else I'm going to do? I'm going to write myself a love letter. I'm going to write myself a love letter that is just so gushy because I love that. And I always write poems for other people. Like I love writing poems for my partners, people that I'm dating, people that I'm into. Like, you know, anytime I fall in love, I write a poem or I write a song. And I've written stuff to myself too. But I'm just like, you know what? I want to write you a love poem, Aniola, because I think you're sick as fuck. You're amazing. You're sexy, you're intelligent, you're beautiful. You are just so much yourself and I see you becoming more and more authentically you every day. I am so in love with you. I'm already writing the love poem for you guys right now. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. I'm sure, probably, hopefully, whatever, we'll see. Basically, it's just that every emotion is there to tell you something. And it's up to you to decide if you want to listen, it's up to you. You are God and everyone else is too. The thing that you desire from another, you can give it to yourself too. You really can. And so I got myself flowers and now they're sitting on my windowsill and I'm staring at them right now and they're so beautiful. And my room smells so fragrant and I just feel so much joy in my heart and as I was hugging that bouquet... It's just like, I feel so much joy in my heart. I feel so much love. I'm glowing. 
because I got myself flowers. It's all I wanted. It's like that. I'm thinking of the song Institutionalized, where he's like, all I wanted was a Pepsi, and she wouldn't give it to me. Just a Pepsi. That's how I feel. It's like, all I wanted was some flowers. <laughs> and then I had to give it to me. And I did. And I'm so happy for it. Yeah, I hope you enjoy my corny jokes or like corny remarks. Yeah, what else? There's something else that I think I wanted to talk a bit about. It's just, yeah, I mean, I feel like that's basically it for today's episode, actually. Yeah, I think I was going to say like, you know, giving myself the love that I was seeking in others and welcoming my emotions and being aware of what they're there to convey to me. What do you want to say to me? Why are you here? And instead of, I was talking to a friend last night and I was saying, do you, because he was like, I was telling him how he should dive into his emotions. And he was like, any, you told me that I should do that when I meditate and I've been doing it and it's actually been really beautiful. And I was like, okay, cool. That's awesome. And, uh, but uh, what about, you know, like, are you friends with your emotions? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, my friends, are, like, my emotions are there. Like, I, I acknowledge them. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm not, that's not what I'm asking. Are you friends with your emotions or are you neighbors with your emotions? Are you roommates with your emotions or are you friends with your emotions? Because a lot of people are roommates with their emotions. You know, they're like, I see you. You're here. Hi kind of like tiptoeing around each other, coexisting, but not really, you know, having that cup of tea and talking it out, not really listening, not really taking actions, not really cultivating the space, taking your emotions out on dates. Ooh, that was like a little poem. I love, I, I found that me healing from my depression was heavily reliant on me getting out of my house and making myself take myself on dates. When I was in Paris, when I was, it was at its worst, especially because at least in New York, like I had friends that I could hit up and things like that. But in Paris, I was pretty much alone. You know, I would go to school. I would hang out with some people every now and then, but they weren't like my friends. They weren't close to me. And, um, so I, f- I spent a lot of my time depressed and lonely. And my depression didn't start to shift until when I was seeing my therapist. She was like, why don't you take yourself out on some dates? Why don't you go out and explore the city on your own? You know, I know that you're lonely and that you feel sad that you don't have people that you feel connected to. But why don't you take this time to connect with yourself? And when she said that, I was like, yeah, why don't I? Oh, maybe I should. And so I did. I started doing that. I started taking myself out on dates. And I remember I would be so depressed having such a bad day in terms of emotional well-being. And I'll just be walking down the Louvre or the Pompidou or going into a new neighborhood. Just walking, observing, taking myself out on a date. And when I started to do that, It was different because I wasn't just roommates with my emotion of depression. I was hanging out with it. 
And I know it's not easy because you're like, oh, I, I know what it feels like to be depressed and you don't want to do anything, but that's a thing. Just do it. It's hard to get there, but like start a little bit each day. First, like start by walking around your neighborhood and then go to that cafe you haven't been to in a while. Just walk around and be sad. There's nothing wrong with that. Why do we think that we're only allowed to do things when we feel good? Walk around when you're sad. You're allowed to. Take your emotions out on dates, both the good and the bad. Become friends with all of them. They are all you. And if you're rejecting one of your emotions, you're actually just rejecting yourself. I, for one, am tired of rejecting myself. I am God and everyone else is too. And so is everything else. Every emotion, every action. Acknowledge that you are both the beautiful and the ugly, which is what makes you so beautiful. How can one know themselves without the opposite? It's like you only know something is beautiful because you've seen something ugly. You only know something is delicious because you've tasted something disgusting. They complement each other. Acknowledge that. Embrace that. And the more you do that with life, with your circumstances, with the people around you, with who you are, with the personality that you're existing as, the more you do that, the more you realize just how beautiful you are. The more you see all the sides of you, the more you are willing to accept the imperfections, the quote imperfections in you and others. Because they're not actually imperfections at all. It's constantly perfect. It's just, it could be a work in progress where, you know, you might have one intention and then you do some, and then like it results in something else. And you're like, well, I had the best of intentions. Doesn't mean that you were wrong for doing what you did just because it manifested in a weird way. You still had the right intention. And the same with like a lot of things in this world stem from people like I love the book conversations with God because something that God says over and over again is like if you look at what most people do a lot of it the fundamental is love people do things out of love even when it looks like hate it's love of something that causes people to do even the most awful things You have to acknowledge all of the selves that you manifest as all around the world. And if more people did that, there will be a lot less drama. Or the dramas that we choose wouldn't be as life-threatening, wouldn't be as, as, uh, as awful, as painful, you know, as fearful. Invite your emotions in for a cup of tea. Become friends with them. Stop telling them that they're not worthy of your company. Stop denying yourself. Start there. Let me know how it goes. All right. Sending you so much love. Remember, you are God and everyone and everything else is too. Heaven is a state of mind. You already live there. You might as well bring it into this physical reality too. All right. Much love from one of you to another. Have a lovely, lovely day. What a pleasure it has been to be able to share this message with you today. 
I really look forward to our many more conversations down the line, and I encourage you to continue to walk in your own truth every single moment of the day. To find out more about me and what I do, you can go to my website, anythingiwant.com. That's E-N-I-thingiwant.com. And you can also follow me on Instagram where I post daily content, motivational, creative, whatever I feel called to do. And I just really share my, my journey with you guys as candidly as possible, just so we really understand that we don't have to walk through this life alone. We are meant to be here for each other and this is what soul family and anything I want is all about. All right, sending you guys so much love and I look forward to talking with you in the next episode.